Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining on another episode of Marianne's Lifestyle Rich and Famous When Ghosts Speak for Adventures. Yeah, adventures. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Sometimes I do work for people that are so worried. I'm going to tell all their relatives and all their friends what the ghost said and what went in their house. And they, they get so worried about it. And I do not. I'm tighter than HIPAA. I don't talk about people's, I mean, every one of these podcasts, the names have all been changed to protect the guilty and the innocent. So, you know, I don't, the names are always changed. So, but this is what happened. And checking my phone messages one day, I hear, hi, Marianne. My name is Sandy Green. I work for Miss Anna Kim. She is an attorney. Will you please call the office? Miss Kim would like you to come to the office. She needs to talk to you about a problem she's having. And I'm listening to this message and I remember thinking, oh, this is great. I hope this doesn't become a new way to get hold of me through an attorney. I mean, really? And I thought, no, maybe she'll call back sooner. You know, maybe they think if they go through an attorney, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'll call back sooner, which would not be true. A couple of days later, I called that and Miss Green answered the phone. And when I told her who I was, she said, oh, thank you so much for calling. But Miss Kim thought uh, that you would call back sooner than this. It was like two days later. And she was a little upset. It was too, you know, it wasn't the same day or the next day. And I just ignored the remark. And she said, if I could come in at 10 a.m. the next day. And I said, no. I said, I'm working tomorrow. I just can't come in. She says, well, can it be changed? I said, no, it can't. And she said, and I said, you know, I'm not coming in to talk to Miss Kim and see what she needs. But I, I just don't come in because you're telling me to come in. I said, sorry, Miss Green. I says, but she is, I'm not, I'm not coming to the office until she calls me and I talk to her. I'm just not going to waltz in and see what the problem is. She said, oh, Miss Green, uh, Miss Kim isn't going to be too happy about that. And I thought, oh, I'm not either. And I said, well, I'm sorry, I said, Miss Green, but this is the way it's going to have to go. So and I didn't hear anything for almost two weeks. And then there was a message from Miss Green. She said, will you please call the office with a few times that would be convenient for you? for a phone meeting with Miss Kim. So she sort of came around to my way of thinking. And I called and talked to Miss Green. I got gave her three different times. And Miss Green took the first one available. So 
I called her the next day at the appointed time. She was very polite. She did not say how she got my name. I asked her how she got my name, and she says it was her child's pediatrician that gave my name. And I did ask who the doctor was, and I didn't recognize the name, so who knows? And she, I said, so tell me, I said, what's, what's going on? She said, her sister and brother-in-law were killed in a car accident. Her sister was also eight months pregnant when this happened. They were in town from China. Her brother-in-law was trying to finalize his new job requirements. He had gotten a new job and they had already found a house to buy. They were moving from China to the U.S. and they'd been wanting to do it for a long time, but they wanted him to have a better resume and get offered a job. And it came around. And so that's why they came. And after she told me this, I asked, do you think your sister and brother-in-law are, are stuck? Is that why you're calling me? She said, oh, my sister is definitely here. I said, why? She said, my sister's name is Ning. I'm just going to call her Nin. I said, have you seen Nin? She said, no, but I hear her every night talking to the girls. I said, talking to who? She said, my two nieces, three-year-old Jay Lee and four-year-old Sue In. And I said, I don't understand. She said, luckily, the girls were not in the car when the car crashed. And I've got the two little girls. She said, and my husband and I are in the process of adopting them. Uh, our daughter is five and they're cousins and they get along fi fine. She says, they, they, my daughter and those two look like they were just sisters totally. She said, there is absolutely no one in China. I mean, our parents and his parents there, but they're old and ill. She says, they can't run after two little ones. She said, and I'm pretty sure this is what my sister would have wanted. So it came down that Sister Ning did not cross over, which made sense to me if she's got a three and a four-year-old. Mothers don't leave their kids. And Miss Kim asked, what, are, what can you do to help me? And I thought it was funny. Miss Kim's first name was Ann or Anna, but for some reason I had to call her Miss Kim. Um, I, I wasn't sure why. So I said, I will have to come to your house. I said, and normally I do not want children there, but the two little girls have got to be there. I says, because I'm afraid if you take them somewhere for somebody to watch, that's where mom's going to be. And I need to talk to mom. So the girls have to be there. I says, not your daughter. She does not have to be there, but the two little girls have to be there. She said to me, the two girls talk hardly no English at all, she said, and their mother talks to them all night long in Chinese, and they answer her. She plays games with them. She tells them stories. She said they're not sleeping because they're not sleeping. They're not eating. She says they, this has been going on for three months. She says it's got to stop. She says, I, I love my sister, but she's got to leave the kids alone. And I said, okay. I said, I'll come out. 
So I went out. And when I got to Miss Kim's house, her sister Nin was there and she was standing right between the two girls. I said to her, did you have the light when you died? She said, yes. Now keep this in mind. She was talking to me in Chinese, but because it was all mental, I could understand her just fine. If she tried to answer me in broken English, I had a harder time. But the little girls were talking Chinese and I couldn't understand them because they were, they're alive. It's very strange. But anyway, I said, you know, the kids have to be left alone. I said, your sister's having a terrible time with them. You can see they're not eating. They just want you all the time. I says, this isn't healthy for them. I says, they're losing weight. And she had this funny look in her eye. And I thought, there is no way this lady is going to the light. No way at all. And Nin said, I just can't leave my children. And I said, I still believe if you stay around them, you're going to make them sicker. Is that what you want? She said, no. I said, are you okay with your sister adopting them? She said, oh, of course. I have no problem with that at all. And she said she would be the first person I would say to take up. I said, why won't you let the girls sleep? Why don't you talk to them during the day? She says, because during the day they spot things and they want to know how, what's, how do you do this? And mom doesn't have their attention like she does at night when the house is quiet. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, this isn't going to work. And again, I don't know how I do it. But when I talk to an earthbound spirit that is foreign, and they talk to me in their language, I have absolutely no trouble understanding them. It sounds like regular English to me. And they can understand anything I say to them. But again, I don't speak Chinese. So if somebody is alive and talks to me in Chinese, I do not understand it. And that was the case. I mean, her sister didn't have to translate too much. She had to translate for me if the girl said something, because I really didn't understand what they said. But the mom, I could understand. And so I said, you really have to go to the light and leave them alone. And she said, I said, the damage that's being done to the girls, is this what you want for the rest of their life? And she said, no. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think to myself, how am I going to get her to cross over? How do you get a mother torn away from her children? And this is basically what I was, you know, doing, taking her away from her children. And I said, it's not going to work. I said, I, I don't know. I says, what I'm going to do, I says, I'm going to have your sister put a seat on each of the girls. I says, and you won't be able to get close to them. I said, now where's their father? She said, he went into the light. And I said, okay. So then I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Miss Kim. And we're trying to think of ways with, you know, she was trying to think of ways to convince her sister to go. And then I remembered she was pregnant. And I said to her, Nin, I said, when you had the car crash, 
I said, did the baby die right away? You were pregnant. She said, yeah, she said, but I was eight months pregnant. She said, and it was a little girl. They did a quick C-section. She says, but she didn't live. And I said, okay. And I said, did you see her? And she looked at me and I says, did you see your other baby? And she looked at me again and she said, well, there was a lady holding her. And I says, who was the lady? She said, my husband said that that was his aunt that had died. I never met her. And I said, did you see your, your baby's face? And she said, no, it was turned away from me. She says, I heard her cry in the beginning a little bit, and then she died. And I said to her, Nan, I said, you've done such a good job with these two. I says, don't you think that she needs you? You're her mother. She looked at me and she said, you don't understand. She said, we weren't allowed. They weren't happy with us in China if you have more than one child. She says, and then we got, you know, then we got Sue, Sue in came. And she said, and then I found out I was pregnant again. She says, and we tried to put that off because we knew we were coming to America and we would all be happier there. She says, but now I'm not happy because I can't have my kids. And I says, listen, I says, if you go to the light, be with your husband and take care of the new baby. I said, you can come back and forth and talk to the girls but you won't be draining their energy and you will not be, you know, disturbing their health. I says, the way you're doing it, you're just making them, this isn't working. And she said, I don't know if this is what I should do or not. And I said, seriously, I says, look at them. They're so pale and skinny. I said, don't you think that it would be better for them? And she looked at me and she looked at the girls and she said, okay. She said, I'll go see the new baby. She says, but let me tell, now she called her sister, Anna. She says, let me tell Anna some of the stuff about the girls because there's stuff she doesn't know about them. She told them what she told me to tell her sister, what food they liked and what time they went to bed and she even told them the toothpaste they like to use and the toys they like to play with and the stories they like. And actually, this is stuff that Miss Kim did not even know. So it was a help all the way around. And mom did cross over. And the girls are now out of college. And they have regular dreams about their mother. And it was really funny because Miss Kim, I saw her at a, it was a, a function to raise money for one of the hospitals. And I, I was there and she spotted me and she came over and I said, how are the girls? She says, it's really funny. She says, Jay Lynn just called me the other day and the girls have pictures of their mother. And she said, Jay Lynn looks almost identically like her mother did when she died. And Jalen called her and said, aunt, she said, I can't believe I'm now older than mom than when mom died. And, but you know what? They're happy. They're fine. It worked out. 
But that's just to show you or give you a little background that that's one of the reasons a lot of mothers state they're not going to leave their children. She was stubborn. She saw that they weren't eating and getting thinner, but she wouldn't leave them alone. A lot of mothers or fathers, if they stay, when they see this happening to their kids, they'll come around every third day or once a week and check on them so that they don't drain the energy. But that's not what Nin was doing. She was draining their energy. So, but like I said, as long as she crossed over and everything is fine with the girls. So it's something to think about if you've had a, a tragedy in your family where there are children left. A lot of times the parents actually do stick around. Would she not acknowledge that she was causing them to be sickly or? She couldn't believe because she was their mother that this would happen. And, you know, not having any knowledge of this. I mean, enough people listen to me talk and advance and hear and on Wednesday mornings and they listen to us and they understand this energy thing that goes on. And that's what they need to keep. The earthbounds need to keep going. But coming from another country and not understanding any of this, it's really hard. And like I said, and I still don't think that's why she crossed over. I think I got her with the baby. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably what did it. Because I almost started thinking, you know, I, I even said the one, I said, well, you know, if you don't care about the baby, and that sort of got her, it was like, oh, yes, I do, but there's nothing I can do about it. And right. yeah, so it, it's, but like I said, it worked out. And it's just sad. You hate to see a parent die before a child because it leaves the kids in a really bad place. And, but like I says, in this, after three months, we got it fixed. So it worked out okay. But some mothers are mother bears, you know, they're going to just, you know, and she was smothering them where it was hurting them, which she could have done that when she was alive and there would have been no reaction. It would have been just fine. But the whole thing was that she didn't have a body anymore. You know, because I try to think back, like when Rune was little, would I have, even knowing better, would I have went ahead and crossed over or would I have kind of peeked in and out, you know, because it, it's hard. You know, at what point do you sit down with the father of your child and say, if we die, what are we, who, who's going to take the kid? I mean, these are things that people need to think about when you have children. It used to be that whoever you made the godparents, if something happened to you, then they would be the people, you know, that would take the child. But people don't realize godparents are supposed to be the parent to the orphan child in their religious studies, not their, you're going to live with me. And let's face it, when we have more than one kid, it's usually not the same godmother and godfather. I wouldn't want my kids separated. I would want my kids to stay together. You have a singleton, it's not the big of a deal. But when you've got more than two, you don't want them separated. So that's when you get the will made out and you check with your family members. Who's younger than you? Who do you think is going to live longer than you? Who do you think is going to raise your kids right? And you have to make that decision. But people that don't do that, they are in a real mess when they die because they are scared to death for their kids then. So it's a matter of 
that is part of taking care of your children, making sure they're okay if you're not around. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me, and I'm I'm very glad right now that my son is 20, that yes. I don't have to worry about that. That's exactly right. Well, thank you for that, Marianne. Sure. Uh, we release our podcast episodes every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. available on all major platforms. And you can join us live Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and discuss episodes, anything paranormal, um, including what? Ghosts, negative energy, portals, fairies. Uh, we even had skinwalkers come up today. Yeah, even them again. I have to oh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> So come join us, ask questions, uh, lots of fun, uh, like-minded people that you can join in and make friends from all over the world. But uh, thank you so much, everybody. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.